Previously. Preben was seduced by the Australian way of life after a chance meeting with his long-lost twin brother, which saw him depart the group to stay down under to focus on family commitments. The band's global popularity just grows and grows, whilst the ties between each member's heart grow more and more strained. This is Live and Death, the Death by Ongabonga radio play. It was written by me, Timothy Raisin, and stars myself plus Evan, Ulla, Sebastian, Preben, and Stian. I wrote the thing, so I know what's going to happen, but the rest of them are saying and hearing it all for the first time now. Welcome to episode four. Death by Ungabunga is in Liverpool to be inducted into the Loud Rock Hall of Fame. It's the most prestigious event in the world, and so Stian is grabbing a bit of personal reflection time before the gala begins. He sits behind the convention centre, stoking a small campfire. <laughs> oh man, everything has changed. I like awards, sure, but I much prefer just being a, a little guy with a little guitar on my back. Some Pokemon cards in my pocket and a yo-yo on my finger. It was all so much simpler before. We became this famous. Now I can't even find the guitar string. I don't even know who my friends are anymore. Heck, sometimes I don't even know who I am. You know what I mean? Stian is talking to himself. But out of the shadows, a man approaches. Hello, mate. Can I warm myself by your fire, please? Of course. The man sits down, and Stian recognizes him straight away. You know who I am, Spedicles? Yes, sir. You're Sir Paul McCartney, sir. I'm a huge fan. Yes, Paul McCartney's a name. And I was in a band once. Yes, I'm familiar with your work. Familiar with my work, are you, Spedicles? I'm not surprised. I am very famous. Are you coming to the award ceremony tonight? Yes. I'm presenting an award to a Norwegian band. I just came out here to look up at the stars. I find that's the only thing that gives me joy these days. Do you miss being in the band? I don't miss the music so much, but I sure as shit miss the people. I miss my friends. I was very rude to one of them once. John, his name was. He made me a glass of tonic and I threw it in his face. I regret that. What's your name anyway, Spectacles? Stian. Stan. That's a good English name. I like you. The two icons sit in silence for a moment. Hey, Mr. McCartney. <laughs> hey, Mr. McCartney. You don't happen to have any guitar strings on you? No, Stan, I do not. But who needs strings when you got friends? Remember that advice, Stan? I gave it to you just then. The two icons sit for a moment longer. Mr. McCartney? Yes, Stan? Does it get any easier? <laughs> yes, it does. But we have to be prepared to work, be willing to forgive, and be happy to hug. Back inside, the rest of the band are scattered around the backstage area. Preben has rejoined the group and is wearing a hat from which corks dangle. Ulla is on the phone, Evan reads a large braille poetry anthology, and Sebastian hobnobs with the backstage staff, confirming the public's long-held belief that he is the nicest member of the band. After Evan, obviously. Ulla finishes his phone call and addresses his bandmates. 
I can't do this anymore, guys. I just miss her so much. Sometimes I feel... Well, I feel... I feel like I could spend the next 40 years with her, but still reach my deathbed remorseful at not having seen her enough. Love is pain, but separation is agony. Tell me about it. My Australian mother is gra graduating from her pottery course this week, and I'm, go I'm gonna miss the graduation ceremony, plus subsequent informal barbecue and pool party. It seems like I'm the only one who wants to be in this band anymore. Evan, how do you feel? Mm, mm. I have a poem I'd like to share with you all. I think it's my best yet. Oh, here we go again. <clears throat> what do you, what do we have? If not one, another. The music fades out, the spotlight, a smother. All hope can be lost. But hope dances long. A fool holds hope for yonder years, not quite our swan song. <laughs> but if you're still laughing at my jokes, how cat? How bad can it be? You say I'm not close to being good enough. Well, I'm good enough for me. So maybe I am cynical. Whoa! Whoa! There's a heavy silence in the room. You appear to have halted my poetry reading. Damn right we have! Those aren't your words. Huh? You can't steal my lyrics for your poems? I, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? That's our German number one single. We have played that song three times a night. Evan is backed into a corner. Socially, emotionally, and physically. Explain yourself! Guys, I have to tell you something. Something big. I'm deaf. What? I am deaf. Just do your normal voice. <laughs> do your normal voice. Carry on. I am deaf. And I have been deaf for years. This is absurd. What are you talking about? Huh? I don't understand! I'm deaf, and I have been deaf for years. In fact, if you listen back to any of the conversations we've had recently, you'll notice that I speak in very odd and disconnected way. Oh, is that why you often start conversation but never contribute to them later? I'm deaf, you guys! And that's why I often start conversations but never contribute to them later. And that's the real reason I have to leave the band. I've been invited to form a group with Stevie Wonder and Rick Allen from Def Leppard. So that's who slash where I, where I am now. <laughs> I can't believe this. I imagine this is difficult for you all to believe, but I'm sorry. The band is over anyway. It's sad, but life is sad. Steon re-enters the room. His spirits are buoyed after his helpful conversation with Paul McCartney. Hey dudes, guess who I just spoke to? Now's not the time, Steon. Oh, what happened? It would take too long to explain. You should probably just listen back to the tape. Oh, hi, Steon! <laughs> <laughs> what a twist! <laughs> he was deaf all along! <laughs> Thank you.
Live and Death är er producerat av Preben Andersson, Timothy Rayson och Jonas Torstensen med hjälp av Vida Grande. Musik av Death by Unga Bunga och Gustav Holst. Mm.